Alright, welcome to another episode of Ignorant Bliss. This is me, Julian Lytle. And to continue the movie theme that I said was going to be of a trilogy of episodes, this time it's with my friend Rocky Haddadi, um, a fellow critic of mine in the D.C. area. We both write for a site called Punch Drunk Critics. She writes for Chesapeake Family. And we were just, you know, more talking about the movies of 2015. This was recorded before the Oscars, so, you know, some of my Oscar thoughts and my conspiracies about Leo, even though now we know he finally got that that championship statuette. Um, hope you enjoyed the talk. And there you go. Push Push it. And back that boy, they back to down a day. Over that girl, they back to down a day. We fuck her till it's good, good. I got my customers in the hood, hood. I got my customers in the hood. The dope game is my sport. Welcome to the wide world of snort. They quoting 36 a kilo. Nah, they wasn't 36 in me though. Niggas pushing 30 with 30,000 tweets. Hello? Hello. Hey. Can you see me? Hold yeah. Up. Well, hold up. I can see that your profile picture is Rihanna. Yeah, throwing up the west side. <laughs> uh, she's the best. Yeah, she doesn't care. Neither do you. So it makes sense. Yeah. 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 Tell yeah. Troy. That's what I call her. I mean, I get it. Like, I don't know what else you could call her. That makes sense to me, so. Too many rappers fight over her, like the Trojan War. But. Yeah, there's no Brad Pitt, and there's right. no freaking Eric Banner. Or Orlando Bloom. Orlando. Nah, well, Drake could be Orlando Bloom. What? That is so rude. <laughs> that is terrible. He's soft, though. He's Paris. Ugh, I guess that's true. You no, know he's Paris. Okay, but don't you feel like he's not as soft as Chris Brown? Exactly. Chris Brown is is the the king of Sparta dude that gets defeated by his his older brother. Okay. All right. Fine. Because it's Chris Brown. He's an idiot. Come on. So when are you going to recast Troy to be all of hip-hop? Is that happening soon? (laughs) I think I should do that, right? Is that? (laughs) Who's going to be Brad Pitt, though? Like. We do not have. Oh my god, I don't even know. We do not have Achilles. I don't even know. How did you feel about Brad Pitt at the Golden Globes? Because I thought he looked very good. He looked like he he looked like regular Brad Pitt, which in comparison to the Big Short, where he actually looked his age. Yeah. But no. Oh, he's in the awards for Baby Goose. He looks like yeah. his usual. I don't have an age since 1998 self. Which I'm fine with, which is, like, everything I've ever wanted. Although, in the big short, Adam and I were like, he's basically just Robert Redford now. Like, Brad Pitt has mm-hmm. fully become Robert Redford, and that's also, that makes sense. And it made me want to watch Spy Game. If he's Robert Redford, then, like, who is Leo? Leo is Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, but can't you see it, like, in the face? Like, can't you see it happening? Yeah, I guess he can get that crazy. Yeah, it could maybe happen. But he doesn't let any directors rape little girls in his house. <sighs> that we know of. Nah, man, you know Leo the God. Leo the God is like, yo, you gotta be a model. You gotta be a Victoria's Secret angel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta be, 
Yo, you gotta be at least eighteen to twenty-two. That's the thing is that like we all like I make fun of Leo hardcore, but Leo has kept his shit tight. Nobody has sold a story about Leo. Like I'm almost amazed that he has like this full control of his career. And granted, he was like at the right time. Like TMZ didn't exist when the Pussy Posse was like tearing up LA. Like. So it's not like stories followed him, but at the same time, the fact the fact that like Toby never talked, Lucas Haas has never talked, like nobody has ever said anything. Doesn't that blow your mind? They real G's right there. They're the real homies right there. It was right. That's why every, that's that's why rappers be fucking with Leo and his crew because it's tight. Yeah, because nothing ever him. gets out. Yeah, no, nothing they, ever they gets see out. him out there. Like that's the one actor dude you know. Like yo, if you were at a party and like. Mm-hmm. You like the best rapper in the world. Mm-hmm. Leo just came in the room. You just like you lost everything. You like Super Mario when he gets by a turtle. You just shrink <laughs> and like like yo, the guy that came in, he gonna take everybody's woman. Do you everybody. think Leo and Rihanna had a thing? Do you remember yes. that story? Okay, you think it happened? Yes, and he was okay. like, yo, I'm not, I'm not losing weight for you, Rihanna. Like Troy means nothing to me. Like, I'm Leo the God. Like I am Adonis. I'm everything. I'm Apollo. <laughs> you immortal. You ain't fucking with me. You got level up a couple more times. Have I ever told you about how Adam calls Rose Byrne his sad wife because she plays a sad wife, like, in everything? She and she's playing a sad wife, though. And she was the sad wife in Troy. Like, yes. it all goes back to and, Troy. You know, she had that, like, baby face. She had, like, Oh, that, my God. She like, was so young. Yeah, it's like, that's why, like, later on, when, like, someone told me I was raised, I was like, that's about you bullshit. Like, shut the fuck up. But then you look back at her face, like, oh, shit, it's Rosebud. It's like when I look at uh, the mummy and I say, oh, that's Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss. It's Rachel Weiss. Oh, my God. Like, she looked like a thousand. She looked like a a baby version of, um, shoot, my favorite chick from Traffic. Uh, Michael Douglas's wife. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, she was like a baby version of her where it's like, I don't know. You don't look completely regular white. You must be mixed with something. Yeah. But now it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you just you were just baby face back then. You were just yeah. tan because yeah. Well, Egypt. not even just that you were just baby face, but, like, you ate some food. Now nobody eats food. Nobody yeah. eats food anymore. Yeah. Nobody eats food. Yeah, she was eating good back then. She yeah, man. Good. Well, it's like Kate Winslet. Like, Kate Winslet was never fat. But, like, if you go back and look at Kate Winslet in Titanic with Kate Winslet now, totally different face. Just a different face. Oh, yeah. I like them more now, fat. though. I like grown woman Kate Winslet. Uh, I like her, but I was, like, really annoyed by her at the Golden Globes, and she was like, I had no idea I was going to win. Really? Because you were campaigning. Like, you can't say that when you were actively campaigning for yourself. True. But, like, still, like, you know, she, come on, she know, she knows Steve Jobs wasn't fired. Mm. She know it wasn't fired. <sighs> I don't disagree, but it's still Kate Winslet. Like, she has, like, a gajillion Golden Globes. Do you know yeah, what I mean? But J-Law's coming up, though. J-Law, J-Law is, oh like, everybody's shit. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm, like, kind of over it. Like, I don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoy me some J-Law, but at the same time, I was like, Joy was terrible. Like, Joy was terrible. Did you end up seeing it? Yeah, I saw it, and it's my main problem. Problem is that David O. Russell always plays twenty-five-year-old as like forty-year-old, thirty-five, forty-year-old women. It's like yeah. you couldn't get Amy Adams to be Joy, right? Right, like an age-correct woman to play right. a woman with two kids and a voice and taking care of her mother and father. 
Right. Like, I do not believe. And Edgar and Edgar Ramirez is fine ass living in her basement. Like, come on. The all the the, all, the best character the best characters in the movie were all brown people. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Her ride or die Latina. Uh huh. Her ride or die ex husband. Good advice. Ex husband. Yeah. Yeah. Both like one, people. Like one of the best parts in that movie is when like Robert De Niro is like, Why is he still here? And she's like, He's the father of my children and he's my best friend. I was like, Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, this is not how you divorce. Right. Right. But no, but I totally agree. And I think it's because she's the I think she like fucking loves David O'Reilly. Like I think she loves him. And I don't get I well, mean he loves her. That's his muse, him uh, her and Bradley <laughs> Cooper. Like yeah, and Bradley Cooper was in that movie for like five minutes. He was like, good at it, though. He was really good in I it. But his come movie. on, I want to see right. the QVC movie. Right, right, <laughs> right. I, uh, no, you know what I want to see? I want to see her fighting with her family over control of her company. Like that's what was so weird to me. Is I felt like it was like an hour where nothing happens, and then like fifteen minutes that she's on QVC, and then another forty five minutes where nothing happens, and then the end of the movie is like, oh yeah, and then her father and her sister sued her. What? That's what you give narration to? Yeah. That's not your entire movie? It was very weird. You don't have Bobby De Niro in the courtroom. Right. Being angry? Come on. Yeah. Come on. All right. So, what do you want to talk about? What do we want to do? I guess we could talk about um, since it's Oscar season, we could talk mm-hmm. about the, the nominations. What did What did you feel about those nominations, Julian? I think you know what I felt about the nominations. I but feel I like you're the, the listeners know how you feel about the. the <sighs> All right, I have a lot of feelings about nominations. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do I'll do things that pleased me first because that's that's a shorter list julian um i don't know I, I, there were things that made me happy like i was happy that the hateful eight got what i thought were three deserved nominations like jennifer jason lee because her winks alone deserved an oscar nomination <laughs> she was winking the whole time oh my god oh my god her winks her winks give me life um the score totally deserved it and cinematography totally deserved it like i feel like at this point hatefully is a movie that came and went which is unfortunate so i was glad to see it recognized for at least three things i was glad that a few of the smaller movies made their way into best picture like i was glad that room was in there i was glad that brooklyn was in there but overall there were a lot of things that surprised me i mean i'm still very surprised by all this love for the martian like i liked it but matt damon as a best actor nominee for The Martian, that kind of blows my mind. Matt Damon. I called it. I called it the other day. I was talking about Dominic. I called it uh, the longest Snapchat to a story ever. Right. Like I. I. I guess I. I guess I'm just surprised. And and I also was very surprised that Inside Out didn't make it as a best picture nominee. Like I. I don't understand what else it needed to do to end up in there. Not be a cartoon. I, but. Wasn't up in there before? Like Pixar has a history of yeah. like having up best picture. Old white dude. Oh, that's true. <laughs> mourning his dead wife. Like right. old white dudes was like, yo, that is either me right now or it's going to be me in five years. Like. Okay, so that's my question for you. So what surprised you that wasn't an old white man movie that got in? Was Mad, there anything? Mad Max Fury Road is the biggest surprise, and it got like ten nominations. Okay. Like I'm but, like. 
Nah, I didn't believe that they would like it. Like, I didn't, like, I, my conspiracy theory is like, they was like, yo, a 75-year-old white dude still putting out bangers. Vote, mm-hmm. vote, 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 mm-hmm. vote. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to win shit. Mm-hmm. But, but that was, yeah, and and Michael Fassbender. Like, what, mm-hmm. the, what the fuck? Like, are you are you see? I wasn't surprised by Fassbender. I was really fucking surprised by Tom Hardy, and I almost felt bad for Leo because Leo has been out there hustling. He's been like appearing on the cover of fucking Parade magazine. Like Leo, <laughs> Leo has been doing everything to get that Oscar nomination. Like Leo is thirsty. There is thirst. Tom Hardy does not give a shit. Tom Hardy blew off interviews. Tom Hardy didn't do any campaigning. And yet Tom Hardy stole what I consider to be Idris Elba's nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Like, what the fuck did Idris Elba need to do? He and Carrie Fukunaga, they went to, like, every event. They looked hot as hell. Like, what else needed to happen? So that was one of the things. Like, that was one of the things that I was like, fuck you, Academy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not be on Netflix. I'm telling you, it's not be on Netflix. I think like, that was the dick move. Like, oh, you premiere movies on Netflix. Netflix is gonna fuck up the industry. Blah blah. blah. Hate. I, uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, Tom Hardy was a major surprise to me. Fastbender was a surprise for you. So honest question: Were you surprised by the lack of nominations for Creed and Beasts of No Nation and Straight Outta Compton, or were you like, I expected this. I'm not even surprised. I don't even care. Like, what was your reaction? Straight Outta Compton came out in August. I knew that mm-hmm. shit wasn't gonna get nothing. People was like, Oh my god, where's Straight Outta Compton? It's like, when the hell does a summer movie besides a Pixar cartoon get mm-hmm. a nomination in Oscar season? That mm-hmm. shit never happens. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, it's N.W.A. It's N.W.A. Also, it would have had more impact if they would have showed them actually be human beings other than superheroes. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, yeah, we feel great. We get our story. We get to be missed. That's great. That's fine. Dr. Dre ain't hit no woman in that movie. Nope. I ain't see easy have sex with nobody, nor give nobody AIDS. Mm-hmm. Or do anything real crazy. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Heller was redeemed, was a redeemable human being. Mm-hmm. In terms of biopics, you know you got to see that middle section where, like, everything falls apart. Mm-hmm. Nothing falls apart in the NWA movie. They mm-hmm. all become awesome. And, like, <laughs> Shug Knight is the great evil. He's freaking Sauron. And they defeat. They don't even really defeat him, but they They all him. become awesome. Yeah, Easy e dies this great, tragic death of awesome but he begat us gangster rap like mm-hmm. like ice cube makes friday mm-hmm. who doesn't love friday mm-hmm. like it's not that it's bad but it's just like it's the oscars show mm-hmm. it's the oscars. my surprise okay so then on but so then on the flip side like beasts of no nation like nobody in beasts of no nation was a hero so do you think that was just a netflix problem do you yes. think they really were just like fuck this because it's netflix yes Okay. Yes. Okay. It's that the conspiracy thing. Oh, you going to premiere a movie on Netflix and the theaters? Oh, fuck that. That's not how we do things. We want to stay in the past. Same mm-hmm. reason I think I'm surprised. Like, like Chirac ain't get nothing. Mm-hmm. Costume design or nothing? Mm-hmm. Nah, because that shit was paid for by Amazon. They fighting. Mm-hmm. They fighting the tech companies on the low. Like, okay, that's I interesting. Like I hadn't thought about that. Like, Idris, like, it, of course, Idris deserve a freaking mm-hmm. nomination. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the actor in supporting role? Like, like the 
right. The only one I can, don't really get is Mark Rylance. What? No, Mark Rylance was so good. Are you kidding me? Idris Elba, though. Who are you picking? I'm picking Idris over Tom Hardy. Yo, Tom Hardy got that shit for legend. <sighs> Uh, uh, uh. You know they do that shit. You know they I know, do that shit. I know they do. I know they do. It's the worst. I know they do. But I guess what surprises me is that, like, you know how the Golden Globes work. Like, the Golden Globes, it's only, like, 90 people voting. And Denzel even talked about this, like, in his Lifetime Award acceptance speech or whatever. It's all about playing the game, being nice to everybody, taking pictures with every voting member. Like, it's all a game. It's all about who you convince to be on your side. It's which one of your fancy friends is throwing a party for voters in your honor. Like, that's the game. And Tom Hardy refused to play in the same way that Fassbender refused to play. That makes so, them want them more. It's like the straight laws of attraction. Like, he's like, I don't give a fuck about y'all. They're like, you don't? <laughs> really? Confusion. Intrigue. They're like, oh, no. Oh, no. He's so amazing. Like, really, real talk. Everybody secretly loves Tom Hardy. Like, people was fucking with Tom Hardy as soon as he said darling in Inception. Like, yo. I mean, but so so his stories about like blowing off press and like not giving a shit, like none of that matters. Like they don't care about that. No, it does matter. It makes them want him more. He's hard to get. Leo is not hard to get. I'll ask you this question as well. Are you a little surprised by how thirsty Leo has been? I honestly have been a little surprised. Because Leo didn't, like, Leo used to be aloof. Like, Leo didn't really care. Leo rejected superheroes. Leo wasn't about franchises. Leo was just like, just like being an actor, man. And then all of a sudden, this award season, it was just like, Leo needed the Oscar. He wanted the Oscar. And I, I... I did not expect that to happen. I thought that Leo would have, like, played it cool, but no. You remember no. when LeBron James, before he went to Miami, and he just felt so, so, so sad as he got beat by the Boston Celtics again and, like, the whole arena beat him in his hometown, and then he was like, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. And then he lost again that first year. Mm-hmm. That's where we had with Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, what else do I have to do? Like, mm-hmm. I dunk from the half court. Like, mm-hmm. I shoot shots. I'm amazing. My shoes sell amazing. What mm-hmm. else do I have to do? Like, honestly, how many times has Leonardo DiCaprio should have got the award? Okay, so then that's the question. How many times do you think he should have got the award? If we're going to have that conversation, let's have that conversation. How many times? When? I think at least three. Like, like he's, like, he's got so you, many bangers. You, hold on. You think Leonardo DiCaprio should have three Oscars? Are you at kidding me? One. He should have at oh least my one God. now. Oh my God! Come on, dude! Come on! For what? For what? Let's do this. Let's go. Let's look at his nominations. Wikipedia is gonna help me right now. Yes. Let's look at his nominations, okay? Okay. Let's go. Academy Awards. 
All right. Are you ready? I'm going to read you what he's yes. nominated. Okay. 93. What's Eating Gilbert? Great. Oh, he should have had one right there. <laughs> yo, I, yo, I thought he was mentally challenged when I first saw him. Oh I didn't even God. remember him from Growing Pains. That's how okay. real that shit was. Okay. So you already have He should have got a kid joint already. If they gave freaking Rogue one when she was a kid. Okay. 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 It took twelve years, and then he got nominated for Aviator. I'll give you that he probably should have got it for Aviator. I'll give you that. Okay. Okay. Two thousand seven, Blood Diamond. That's weird. I don't know why he got nominated for Blood Diamond. That's weird. I don't like that at all. Two thousand fourteen, Wolf of Wall Street. Two thousand sixteen, Revenant. Wolf now, of Wall the hell yeah, you should have got goddamn Wolf of Wall Street. <sighs> I talked about that shit yesterday. The so, Rocky, the okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so you're telling me that Leo should have gotten it over Chuetel Edgio for? Is that what you're telling me? Did Chuetel win? I, uh, did he win? Who won that year? Was that Matthew McConaughey's year? I think that might have been Matthew McConaughey's year. That was last year, right? No, it was two years ago. Wasn't it? Oh, my God. I don't even know. It all blurs together. Okay, let's look. Let's look. 86th Academy Awards. That was Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Okay. So, best actor was... McConaughey won it. McConaughey. That was a hard list. That was a hard list. That was a lot of good performances. It was McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club, Christian Bale for American Hustle, Bruce Dern for Nebraska, Leo for Wolf of Wall Street, Chuetel for Twelve Years a Slave. It was a couple times. He, it was wait. It was a couple movies where he didn't get nominated, and I was that he should have. I think he should have gotten nominated for Revolutionary Road. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were bugging. Mm-hmm. What about your favorite movie of all time, The Departed? Yo. Yo. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's real street shit right there. That's. You see, they be blowing me. They be blowing me. They be blowing me. They be blowing me. <laughs> They be blowing me. He, to me, he should have got a best supporting for freaking Calvin Candy. Okay. And Django. Okay. Like, he's one of the uh, best racists on screen ever. I don't know about Django. You know, you and I have different thoughts about Leo and Django. I feel like there was too much Leo and Django. I didn't. I, 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 I was not feeling Leo and Django. But I will give you Revolutionary Road. I will give you that. I will give you that. So, yeah, you won't. See. What I want to see is, I want to see Leo's acceptance speech, right? Because he's going to win. Like, at this point, like, nobody else is going to win. Leo's going to win. I want to see the acceptance speech. He was mad good at uh, Catch Me If You Can. Like, he was faking. He was really good at Catch Me If You Can. He was faking. He was faking on the God. He was. A couple times, they've been faking. Okay, so, okay, so, so, ultimately, you're not surprised by him going all out this award season. It's been, like, ten, it's been ten years he's been banging out joints. Mm, okay. All he right. didn't gave up. He could have been Spider Man, yo. He let his homie be Spider Man. And that's what I think is interesting, right? Is that like you know, like you know, the old Hollywood voters like hate the superhero movies. You know it, like you just can sense it. So I, I would feel like they would like Leo a lot more because he like never went down that road. You know, like don't you feel like they would like him more because he never gave in? Not those He's still making votes. Not those director votes. He's but, still making those, like, indep- independent cinema. Personally, like, I still think he fucks him with his daughter, and that's why 
he's never going to <laughs> they cut him off that's my conspiracy theory because he's Leo and he did it and it was like yo he did this and he didn't even ask me he didn't apologize he left her hurt and it's like yo all the homies you never so, vote for him for best actor you vote okay. for anybody else so you're telling me that Leo's dick has cost him an academy award yes okay alright okay that's an interesting theory yes I would ask him that shit to his face, and I bet you he would laugh like he did at Lady Gaga, the fucking Golden Globe. Oh, my God. Can we talk about how that might be the best thing Leo has ever done? The best male shade on earth. Oh, my God. Because so she caught him, she bumped him, and he was like, ha, ha, he caught me. It was like, it was like Ray Leone and, and freaking Goodfellas. It's like... That whole scene was like that table. Like, oh <laughs> she mad though. He's <laughs> like, that shit was garbage. <laughs> That's how it looked. He was laughing. Like, everybody oh at that table was God. dying because Leo just told the killer joke. His his laugh was really good. And then his, like, eyebrows, like, oh shit. <laughs> she caught me. <laughs> she bumped me though. <laughs> it was amazing. Okay, so what other things did you like at the Golden Globes? Did you like anything else? Any other moments that stuck out to you? Uh, cookie. Mm-hmm. Giving cookies to everybody and her purely drunk off champagne. Mm-hmm. And I liked that as well. Yo, this this team up of Terrence Howard and Taraji P. Henson over the years is is amazingly funny. Like, she shouted him out at the end, like, mm-hmm. they're Batman and Robin. And then the whole mm-hmm. up, she's like, you going to wait? Mm-hmm. Oh, when she was told him like you're not playing me off and they stopped they even stopped mm-hmm. trying i was mm-hmm. like everybody else even all like the little white directors and stuff was getting played off and they tried Dude, to they back tr- a little bit they tried to play off leo they tried to play off leo he was like i'm talking about the plight of native americans can you please not play yeah, me off? like it's you know see leo the guy had to flex on him and like all yeah. all my native american friends was like yo leo rapping for for the first nations i was like word word Mm-hmm. Good job. Good yeah, dude. Job. Leo is going to do anything to get this award. Leo is going to do anything. You're going to see Leo visiting, like, Native American reservations. Like, Leo. He did everything Johnny Depp should have been doing when he decided to play a cartoon Native American in fucking. Rural God, what Razor. was it? Yeah, ugh, God. Ugh. One of the biggest mistakes in modern Disney history. Ugh. I feel bad. Don't you sometimes feel bad for Army Hammer that he just can't make it? First he- of all. That movie, Man from Uncle should have got nominated for cinematography. To me, that was one of the best looking movies. I thought period. for costumes, right? Like for yeah. costumes. The only the only costume nomination that makes really sense to me is honestly Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh my God! Please, thank you. Thank Cinderella you. and Mad Max is the only ones where they're like, "Yo, we're going to make up a world." Like Cinderella is amazing because they turn a cartoon in reality. Like I don't mm-hmm. like the Daisy Girl. I saw someone. I was like. All right, it's, it's, it's period. All right, you yeah. got to pass because it's period. Carol, yeah. that shit is mad boring. Like, yeah. The Revenant, all right, yeah, yeah but, yo, Man yeah. from Uncle's Clothes had yeah. me wanting to go shop. Like, everybody was like, oh, my God, so good. So they were fresh. so good. They were so good. Well, and it surprised me, too, because, like, Cinderella, they did a really good job of taking, like, current fashion designs. Like, there were definitely, like, some runway pieces that they used in Cinderella. And Man from Uncle, I was like, I'm sure they used, like, vintage couture. Like, why? Do you know what I mean? It's like, so you're going to choose Cinderella for doing something that Man from Uncle also did, but then not recognize Man from Uncle? It's, 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 it's. It's that Carol with the Danish girl costume. And it's not like they did a bad job, but it's just like, yeah. like if I'm watching films, you didn't impress me. 
Yeah. Like, you didn't mm-hmm. impress me on that front. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, all right, y'all, y'all going. Mm-hmm. And even, like, what I saw from Carol, like, the cinematography ain't, mm-hmm. it ain't, to me, it's top five mm-hmm. of the year. Y'all bugging. Mm-hmm. Y'all bugging. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you could also very well make a case for Hateful Eight for costumes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like, if you're going to go, like, if you're going to go period piece, then, like, let's go period piece. Like, Hold up, like let's go Hateful Eight. Like, come on. For for a tangent, yo, Channing Tatum in Hateful Eight as the preview as why he's perfect as Gambit. Um, do you mean perfect as my husband? Because that I think that's... Well, hey, again... In the 90s, girls loved Gambit, mm-hmm. even though he was a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, we get Channing Tatum and speaking French yeah. to black women, getting them Oh, open. my God. Oh, my God. Oh and my I was God. like, this dude is like, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's why he's Gambit. Y'all yep. take him. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to see this movie, but, yo, Channing Tatum, the God. He the new God. See, that's what Leo got to watch out for. Channing mm-hmm. Tatum can sneak up on him and then bust mm-hmm. everybody's ass because he's Magic Mike and everybody loves Magic Mike. But the difference, though, I think, like, okay, here's a perfect example. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill is tight with both Leo and Channing. Channing, though, will do the stupid shit with Jonah Hill on camera. On camera. Whereas, you know, Leo will, like, laugh from the background, but Leo will be like, yo, I'm not going to do that with you in public. (laughs) I'm not going to. I'm not yo, I can't do it. But I understand that type of thing. The people do a lot of silly stuff. It's like, yo, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because, like, yo, like. Leo be hanging out with Dave Chappelle, Chris Rocket, and Q-Tip and just be on radio shows for no reason. Like, y'all talking about Gangstar. Like, he's just cool. He's just cool as hell. But, yo, Channing Tatum is kind of like the dude you got to want to, like, high-five with all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. Jinko in those movies. Like, that's Yeah, him. he is. Like, no, that's him. That's, like, his life. No more. Like, yeah. It's just like, yeah. damn, you're really, yeah. damn it, yep. Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. Like, you're awesome. You're awesome. Your wife is beautiful beautiful like you did a not bad job on that like lip syncing show you got beyonce to come out like are you kidding me that's the key he got queen beyonce to come out during his lip sync battle like nobody has that wait yo i bet you beyonce's like i like channing Tatum. right that's all that's all that happened beyonce was just like i'm not gonna say anything because beyonce doesn't talk anymore have you noticed beyonce doesn't give interviews anymore beyonce doesn't talk anymore she just so shows up to places and is like i'm beyonce and then she like goes about her life she knows they don't care they don't really care about what she says so she's gonna do and she's gonna be a mom and she's gonna come out with an album and then she probably talks about some of this stuff when she's with the crew and mm-hmm. there's the war shows and then kanye goes and he's like fuck this shit beyonce had the hottest shit and she's never going to say nothing. She's going to just make a little look. And they're going to call Kanye crazy. But we all know. Well, we all I think the that's the thing, too, is that, like, she now has the power to just give a look. Do you know what I mean? And if you had that power, why would you, like, you wouldn't give it up. Like, you wouldn't abandon that. Like, if you could just get by with giving people looks, then just give people looks. I get it. Yeah, she's, that's, why she, that's why she's the queen. I know when I get to the documentary features, like, Two widows I haven't even heard of before. Clearly, like, Winter on Fire, I see a Netflix logo on the poster. I'm like, where's the shit in my queue, though? I have never even heard of Winter on Fire. I'd heard of all the other four, and I know how much you loved Amy, but I had not even heard of Winter on Fire. Honestly. Nope. Not even heard of like, it. Like, Cartel Land is dope, but there's so much shit about drug war that's like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
What happened, Miss Simone, is really dope, but that Amy mm-hmm. documentary is so much more fun. You loved Amy so much. You yes. loved Amy so much. It shows the fall of a creative person through, like, bad people around them so well. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. it made people who was like, I don't know about Amy Winehouse music. And it, I was like, after that movie, I was like, what do you think now? They were like, give me all the albums. I was like, I, I know, <laughs> I told you. Don't be faking on Amy Winehouse. She was killing it. She was killing it from jump. Mhm. Yeah. What are your thoughts what on a, film editing? Like, what are you surprised about? Like, what Star Wars got and what it didn't get? Because people acting like brand new about why didn't Star Wars get voted for this and that? Like, it would ever get nominated I, for anything other than like special effects? And, like, it would only be special effects, and and that's the thing too is that like. Every, what kind of frustrates me is when everybody's like, the Star Wars movies are like really good movies. I'm like, are they really good movies? Or are they just movies that you like because you own a bunch of Star Wars shit and it was part of your childhood? Just because you enjoy something doesn't make it. Doesn't make it dope. Doesn't make it. Doesn't make it a good movie. Like, so, so people, I read somewhere about how people were like really angry that it didn't end up in like best pictures of the year. And I was like, really? Because like, I liked Star Wars, but I have no desire to see it again. Like, none. Whereas Creed, I could see Creed, like, 800 more times. Yeah. Why isn't Creed in there? That, like, was a, really... that was a legitimate shock because... Well, it was a legitimate shock to me that Coogler got fucked over for Fruitvale and got ignored for Creed. That was a legitimate shock to me because yeah. it's just, like, what else? What else? He did Rocky. Like, he did Rocky. Like, y'all gave the Oscar to Rocky, and he just made it with yeah. black people. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was more what surprised me. And especially because if you look at something like Tom McCarthy being nominated for Spotlight, I was like, I'm not exactly sure why he was nominated for Spotlight. Because Spotlight to me has nothing, like, there's nothing about Spotlight that I was like, oh, like, the director really did, like, a good job with this. It's it's almost like he got out of the way and let his actors do the job. It's like the screenwriting and the actors really carry that movie more than the directing because... Yeah. Or it's the editing. Like, the editing, it's getting an editing nomination makes sense because it's how it's edited. It's like, you're thrilled, yeah. but like, like, what do you, like, John Slattery, Beast, Lee Shriver, mm-hmm. Beast, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton, Beast, Mark Ruffalo, Beast. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you, like, tell me exactly what you're doing Yeah. that's that's better as a director yeah. than Cougar co writing, teaming yeah. out with his best actor friend. Yeah. And yep. Basically, somehow saving Rocky mm-hmm. from from falling into time eternal mm-hmm. of being the past. Like, mm-hmm. well, and and the flip side of that is like Best Picture. You opened up for ten nominations. You only nominated eight. I can very well see Creed being in there. Like, if you're gonna open up the field so that you can add in like bigger publicly liked features, why wouldn't you add in something like Creed? That was critically adored, commercially successful, and that's and that's kind of what like I don't understand about the Oscars anymore is because it does seem very much like they are trying to broaden their base. They're trying to acknowledge movies that people have seen. They're trying to draw more viewers. They're trying to do something with their hosts. They got Chris Rock back, but it's like, but it doesn't seem like you're you're doing enough. And and again, is it because the average voter is like a 63 year old white guy? I mean, 
Probably. <laughs> but, like, how much longer is that going to go on? Like, I, I guess I just don't understand. Especially after last year when there was so much backlash. I just, I, I don't know. I don't I don't get it. How many times have they, they've really done since since they opened up the, 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 the post-Dark Knight award change? How many have they, how how many many years have they, have they done 10? Because I think, like, they opened up to 10, but they don't really be doing 10. No. I don't and think so. It's like, hmm, like, what yeah. are you, then, like, why are you doing it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. still don't understand, like, if you pump that up to 10, and the good, the thing about the Golden Globes is that where it does great because they have the two categories, like, drama, and then they have musical comedy. So, you mm-hmm. essentially, you always get 10 nominations for Best Actor. Mm-hmm. Why don't the Oscars just do seven? Like, just do seven for all, like, all the acting yeah. nominations. Yeah. And, and some of the, like, I get why maybe, like, on makeup, you still only do three. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. But mm-hmm. all the acting nominations just go to seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too, is that it's, like, your algorithms aren't necessarily working. Like, it doesn't seem like more people are watching the Oscars. It doesn't seem like they've suddenly become more relevant. So, I don't know. But you talk to a lot of people at work about movie stuff. Like, what movies have you been talking up lately? Like, what things do people have the most questions about that you have been, like, hyping up? Yo, people ask me about The Revenant every day, and I still haven't watched yeah, it really? that bear scene. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. What? You're not ready for a bear attack? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking Everybody about? Everybody hyped that bear attack up too much. I had friends. They was like, yo, fam. <laughs> Yeah, that bear joint was a little bit too much, bro. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Do you think that, like, a bear is going to start wandering the streets of Washington, D.C. and come attack you? Are you kidding me? Yo, when things are a little bit too well done, my empathy goes into, like, full blast. Like, I start feeling pains and everything. So I'm like, yo, I got to get my mind right. Oh, my God. Okay. That movie, that's, like, the main movie. I tell people to see Spotlight. And I tell people to watch The Big Short because The Big Short was surprisingly... Good. People ask me about Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, I got 15 minutes in it, and it's like, yeah, <gasps> what? You didn't finish Brooklyn? No, because I don't care God. about that Brooklyn. That Brooklyn's okay. in the past. Okay, well that's rude. Give, that give me new Brooklyn. Rude. Give me. I don't even want to see girls Brooklyn. I'm tired of that one too. Give me, give me 80s black. Brooklyn. <laughs> Where's that story? Oh, Spike Lee. <laughs> Spike Lee don't get no money, so he can't make those stories no more. Okay. Uh, whereas, like everyone, I'm like all the like middle-aged white women I work with. I'm like, why haven't you seen Brooklyn yet? They were probably gonna be open. They're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Everybody, I, I work with a bunch of black people. A lot of people was like, Brooklyn, like mm, I don't know about that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't. You whatever. You watch it when you watch it. I have it. You can, mm-hmm. Whatever. Like I'm not. I mean, that. you know why I loved it? I loved it because like everybody in it was a good person. Do you know what I mean? And we don't. And there aren't movies like that anymore. There aren't movies where people are good people to each other, and you have choices, and your choices don't end up like killing somebody or ruining somebody's life. Like it was just like a, it was a quiet, nice movie about like falling in love. And I and I, I don't know. I really liked that, but I totally also get why you would be like, "No, nah, I'm good." I'm so tired of seeing like white people fall in love in cities. In, I get in, it. In mid mid 20th century, I'm like, okay, like I've literally seen like, like you you're making that, and it's probably like some dope ass script that's out there that you're not gonna make. That's about everybody else. But at the same time, 
But, see, that's the thing, is that I don't feel like there are a lot of movies like Brooklyn anymore because they don't make romantic comedies. Like, if we have romances now, they're, like, really fucking serious romances. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and so this, to me, I liked because it didn't, like, it wasn't that serious. It wasn't life or death. Like, it was she gets to make a choice about how her life develops. I don't know. I, I, I just like that, and I don't feel like movies like that are getting Yeah, I don't think they get made anymore. It just seems yeah. like when they do get made, it's about... White Young people? white women. Yeah, okay, So that's even fair. the whole thing with the whole, like, more diversity women-wise, so, but, like, mm-hmm. when you do do women, it's it's young white women with brown hair. Mm-hmm. Not blonde All hair, right. really. Okay, Brown that's hair fair. because they're not, you know, it's a little bit different. It's okay, kind of like but the whole Carol thing. Like, I'm like, okay, you're going to put a movie about, like, a pretty young white woman and a pretty older white woman getting together in the 50s? Like, to me, something like Tangerine is way more interesting. Mm-hmm, yeah. I can understand that. Did you ever see Pariah? Oh, yeah. That shit was great. Yeah, or like Pariah. It's like, well, that's the thing about Carol, too, is it's like, it was a movie about lesbians, but really beautiful, stylish, and sophisticated lesbians. It's like, who wouldn't (laughs) fall in love with Kate Blanchett? She's the goddamn queen of the elves. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you're going to fall in love. Like, who is it? Like, come on. Like, come on. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Okay, so everybody's been asking you about Revenant. Yeah. You've been telling everybody about Spotlight and The Big Short. What else have you been, like, hyping up? Or what else are you, that you still haven't seen that you feel like you need to see? Steve Jobs was on Okay. Oh, man. People don't even really ask me about Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs just disappeared, though. Because it's not that good. Yeah, it just disappeared. It's, it just disappeared. It, it's like I kind of, I kind of defended my money I spent on it when I saw it because long yeah. ago, I'm like, especially when CNN decided to show that CNN that that documentary about Steve Jobs. Yeah, it really hammered home like, oh, Aaron Sorkin wanted to make a Steve Jobs like movie, mm-hmm. but he made it's it's an Aaron Sorkin movie. It's not it's not even a Danny Boyle movie. It's not about Steve Jobs. Like you we know what Steve Jobs? He was yeah. on TV. He did. He would talk for two hours at a time about like why you spinning a dial on a on a on a freaking hard drive to listen to music is amazing. Something you wouldn't think is amazing, but you know how he talks, and it's mm-hmm. not like Aaron Sorkin mm-hmm. at all. Well, that's the thing is that I personally was very excited that Sorkin didn't get nominated. Yeah, it's Sorkiny, and mm-hmm. I think people are starting to get tired of Sorkiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was pretty I was pretty okay with that. I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty okay with that. And overall, for screenplay, I think I was pretty good with the nominations. I think like Ex Machina getting in there yeah, really tight. was really awesome. That Inside Out crazy. getting in there was awesome. So wait, did, wait, so wait, so what did you think of Bridge of Spies then? If you weren't impressed I, by Mark Rylance, were you just like, this is the perfect old white people movie, and I'm not down with it, or it's um. Again, that's a movie I got through half of, and I just stopped. It's that usual, like, Steven Spielberg, where it's not, it's Steven Spielberg, I was like, I'm going to play with this for a little while. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's like, it's good. As Tom Hanks is doing Tom Hanks right now, and people, I don't even think people really fucking with Tom Hanks right now, but he's like, he's like dad or something, and it's like, oh, he's cool. But it doesn't, it didn't super impress me. Like, it's, it's no Munich, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Like, I want him to do more hard-hitting shit. Like, mm-hmm. I miss that. Like, Bridge of Spies is like, it's all right. It's almost like, mm-hmm. it, to me, it felt mm-hmm. like, you nominated Bridge of Spies because 
because it's Steven Spielberg. Yeah, for sure. And you also was like, yo, Jurassic World made a gang of money. Yeah. Like, did you did you ever read this? Pe- okay, so you you don't read Vulture as much as I do, obviously. No, I but do I you? Keep up. Yeah, but do you read like Bilge Abiri's stuff? He is like the he's like a Turkish movie reviewer for Vulture, and he's like amazing. And after Bridge of Spies, he wrote this super long piece like tracing Spielberg's politics through his movies, and he like actively compared Munich with Bridge of Spies. So I think I that would be read something. That. Because yeah. that movie's, it's funny because I, I feel, I have my own issues with, like, Israel and then the way they handle things and the way they Oh, do you? Oh, do you have your own issues? Yeah, so, <laughs> and, but that movie's so gangster. It's like, it's like when you watch, like, Scarface, and these are, like, terrible people. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't really actually fuck with none of the characters in Munich, mm-hmm. but that shit is so gangster. Like, it is, it is it's fucking Eric Banner and fucking James Bond in it. And that shit is so fucking gangster. It's, you yeah. Guys, it's like, shit, this is gangster as fuck. Like, I love you know it. who hasn't seen Munich? This kid. You haven't? Nope. No. There's a scene, I think, in the, um, in Knocked Up, when, like, Seth Rogen's with his friends, and he's talking to them, they're like, you know, they're like all Jewish guys, and they talk about music. Mm-hmm. Munich is like, yo, it's like that movie's like the super Jew movie. And yeah. it's like, yes. It is the Super Jew movie. Yeah. It's beyond that, like, it's so, so fucking gangster. Mm. Even though, like, all the politics of it is mad fucked up. Mm-hmm. But the thing, like, like Bridge of Spies, again, it, like, it's like you can almost see, like, it's times when you see him changing, like, or, like, things that he wants to get out. Like, it makes me want to sit down and, like, hear the conversations he has with George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Post George, especially now since George Lucas did the like the greatest Ether Char- Charlie Rose interview ever, like <laughs> like just the conversations they probably have about movies in the business and what mm-hmm. people are making is mm-hmm. probably amazing. Like they probably are really aware of what's going on and are probably like completely blown at what's getting made and what's getting promoted. Yeah, yeah. Steven still plays the game. Yeah, and yeah. George is like, yo, fuck all the people. George is, to- I mean, George is totally out. Like, don't you feel? Like, do you think he's just done? Like, just gone? He's yeah. like, yo, he's like, fuck all y'all for hating on me, making movies about how y'all hate me. Yeah. Fuck you guys for just remaking my old movie and saying mm-hmm. that shit is new shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm only going to make movies for myself because I should have listened to my big bro Francis a long time ago. Well, like, and that's the thing, too, is that it's like, I don't know, you and I talked about this. It's just a sense of, like, you can't pretend that the other movies didn't exist. Like, you, you just, you can't, you shouldn't. Like, and that's, and we always go back to this, too, when we're talking Game of Thrones, because, like, one of the things that always bothers me is the sense of people being like, well, they're so much better than the books. Okay, well, like, George R. R. Martin came up with the idea, so, like, fuck you. Wait, <laughs> like, people actually say that? Like, I can't oh, say all that the, time. the show is better than oh, all the time. I haven't read. Yeah, all but the time. The way all the books we just talk about that shit, this shit sounds amazing. I'm never yeah. gonna read those big ass books. Yeah. But I know I'm getting. Yeah. A different and maybe even possibly weaker version because it's, mm-hmm. it's the same way when people's like, "Oh my god, did you see how awesome the Civil War trailer was?" It's like, mm-hmm. "Nah, bro, you ain't even. They ain't even making the hottest shit. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, nah, that shit ain't hot. Like, or like, Batman vs Superman is like. Well, the only issues I have was that Zack Snyder, but I'm like. He don't even really get the stories anyway, so like I'm not going to get excited. 
But y'all yeah. could be happy. So, like, when I talked to Tim, yeah, he's like, yo, I can't wait for that. I was like, I'm, yo, I'm so happy for you. I'm not yeah. going to be in the theater with yeah. y'all that day. Like, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go read a Superman comic and be straight from, like, right. 1968. I'm right. Happy. I, got, I got, like, other shit to do, which involves not seeing that movie. <laughs> yo. That being said, yo, when Suicide Squad, I might have to, I might have to That's go. That's fine. Yeah, David you can Beast. You can roll with me for that. And yeah. the Fresh Prince is going to be shooting people. I know. I know how excited you are. <laughs> and Jared Leto has all grills, and that's amazing. Oh, my God. Can we talk about something that I just read that um, I'm never going to see and you also should never see? What? Tina Fey and former UFC women's bantamweight champion Ronda Rousey are teaming up for the film Do Nothing Bitches. A movie about wealthy, pampered wives who get a rude awakening at a camp where Rousey is an instructor. Paul Appel, who wrote Sisters, is writing the script. Wait, who else is going to be? Hold on, hold on. Adam is saying something to me. Hold on. Adam pointed out that that's just the plot of this movie, like some fat camp movie where Ben Stiller plays like. Yeah, where Ben Stiller plays, like, a crazy weight loss instructor. Also, fuck Ronda Rousey. Stop trying to be an actress. And I just lost a bunch of respect for Tina Fey. Get the fuck out of here. It might be really funny, though. You don't understand. No, it won't be really funny, Julian. Oh, but that might be the joke. Like, like Sisters was mad funny. It was really funny. funny. You know what's not funny? Ronda Rousey, because she's fucking terrible. Yo, yo. Tina Fey made Mean Girls, though. Nope. 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 Adam and I were just talking about this too. Is that this sense of like this probably will be Ronda Rousey just going off to become an actress and never coming back to fight again, which is fine. But like, just fail. Like, just fail. She did get kicked in the face. A lot. A lot. She did. It was. It was perfect. I know you really dislike Ronda Rousey, but like, if Tina Fey bring her crew, like if she can get Amy Poehler in that shit. No. 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 That shit would be mad funny. No, it wouldn't. You're killing I, me. I You're trust kill- Tina Fey. I trust You're killing Tina me. Faye. You're killing me. Also, uh, Christian Bale has dropped out of Michael Mann's Enzo Ferrari biopic because Christian Bale is finally like, I can't gain all this weight. Which, good for you, Christian Bale. Your body <laughs> has been through some shit. You should probably Hold stop. Up. Wait. <laughs> you telling me that Michael Mann is making a Ferrari biopic? I knew you would be excited about that. Are you okay? Are you going to be okay? Yo, I know. That is my I, most anticipated film of whatever year <laughs> it comes out here. Do you understand? This is a man that will record the sound of engines. Yeah. So that shit will sound right yeah. when you're in the theater. When you're in the center seat, in the center yeah. row, you're just yeah. like, oh, that's the hum right there. You're going to feel it in your seat. be like, oh, man, uh, I'm, in a, oh, I'm in a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My God, Michael Matt. Yeah, it's coming out next year. The Ooh, only 2017? The only two people that were confirmed were Christian Bale and Numi Rapace. But now Bale is out, and the search has begun for someone, like, fatter (laughs) who doesn't have to gain a bunch of weight. Yo. For the sick 
Are you gonna be okay? Are you gonna be? That's because that's because you loved Rush. You loved Rush, I lo- I love and nobody else loved Rush. And I love my man. Like I, I know was, Black Hat is my shit. I know, I know. You keep telling me, and I Yo, still haven't seen it. Thor still haven't, is amazing. Still haven't seen it. Public Enemies, love that goddamn movie. I Rob Banks, I mm. Rob Banks. Collateral, you can't forget Collateral. collateral. Heat. Heat. Heat, Heat. You know why I didn't even mention Heat? Because I shouldn't have to mention Heat. Yo, because pe- everybody pe- should know about if Heat. People don't like Heat. I question. I question them. Do you know people who don't like heat? Yeah, and, I qu- and, and men, I question them the entire, the, the, everything about them. Like, Why are they, like, like still in your life? Because I have to work around them. <laughs> like, you Get know, them like, out. Get you, them out of your life. Yo, yo, heat. Like, that movie gave Danny Trejo a career, goddammit. Him and goddamn Robert Rodriguez. That movie, man. Sometimes I think about Val Kilmer and, and Ashley Judd in that movie, and then, like, that's the relationship I want. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she was about to die though. Yeah, she dude. Was about to die. She yeah. Was like, she okay, there, okay. There's also a really good piece by Bill Jabiri about Michael Mann's heat. I'm also gonna put that on your Facebook wall. Yes, because I will read it. Because it's okay. Heat. People don't understand how much I love Heat. When are they gonna make a superhero movie like Heat? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna happen because I don't think people have that kind of patience anymore. That movie didn't even have sex in it. Like, no, didn't. Like, you know what it did have in it? Hank Azaria. Can we talk about Hank Azaria and how, like, nobody appreciates him like he should be appreciated? No, my, yo, I've loved Hank Azaria as a human flesh and blood actor since Herman's head. Yeah. When I was a small child. Other mm-hmm. words known as the original Inside Out. Mm-hmm. The GOAT. Mm-hmm. I think it might be time to rewatch Birdcage. I'm just going to throw yo, that out there. Just going to throw that out there. That film, yeah. see, that film probably deserved the Oscar when it came out. I don't know if it got one. Don't you feel like Robin Williams could have gotten nominated for an Oscar for, like, everything he did? Yo, besides some of the crappy movies like Bicentennial Man and mm-hmm. things like that, yeah, mm-hmm. when he when he flexed on people, mm-hmm. he should have got movies for his comedies. Like, yeah. The fact that the Oscar still doesn't celebrate comedy is just let you know that there's not enough funny people in the Academy. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if they were, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like, okay. let's be honest. Like, some of these some of these films aren't even as good as certain shows. Yeah. Um, also, Adam just sent me some 95 comedy film Heavyweights. It's about a fat camp for kids that is taken over by a fitness guru played by Ben Stiller, written by Judd Apatow. Yeah, so Heavyweights is basically just this terrible do-nothing bitches movie. Got it. Got it. Thanks, Ronda Rousey. Thanks for nothing, you terrible, worthless human being. In other words, being. that's another January release, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. probably. Tina Fey got to get that dough, though. She got to get that bread up. How does Tina Fey not have 30 Rock residuals? How? How? When, when did they show 30 Rock? Don't, isn't it on, like, some kind of repeat? I don't know. I guess not. I don't see that uh, shit. I don't see commercials for that shit nowhere. <laughs> she, got, okay. she got mortgage. She got kids feed. Okay, fine. Fine. Fine, I'm, but I'm not. I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with Don't it. Don't worry, we'll get another like her Amy Poehler movie. And okay, it'll be dope. fine, fine, fine. Maybe Ronda Rousey will die. I mean, maybe you don't know. <laughs> you don't Yo, know. you hate her with all your being. Uh, pretty much all of it. I hope yeah. you have to interview her some one day. No, no, because I would never agree to that shit. I would never 
agree with that shit. That nope. would be epic because you would nope. ask her the meanest questions ever. I'd be like, how does it feel to be terrible? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it would be so real. It would be so real. Adam might have to be there too just in case when she flexes out so he can like block her Adam, punches. <laughs> Adam would run interference. Adam would be like my hype man. I'd be like, why are you so terrible? And Adam would be like, yeah, why are you so terrible? Yeah. Like, that would be what would happen. Pretty much. Okay, so speaking of TV, let's spend the last few minutes. What are you watching? What are you gonna watch? What are you pumped for? What are you doing? What is your TV schedule right now? Um, I'm very interested in American Crime Story, mm-hmm. the trial of OJ Simpson. Mm-hmm. Because David Schwimmer is playing Robert Cardenas. When when is that coming out? I thought February, it was like the beginning. Of oh, February. it's going okay. to be. It's it's going to be an amazing thing to watch because it's like oh Summer Blair's Chris Jenner. Oh, Summer okay. Blair's Chris Jenner is amazing. Yo yo amazing. They're going to need to spin that off into like Summer Blair being Chris Jenner all the time. Yeah, we pretty much. The, the building of the brand that should just be a movie, but pretty that, much. There's a show called Expanse that I'm going to watch because I heard it's good. Okay. There's Thomas Jane in it, and okay. it's on Sci-Fi, and okay, Cutting you know, from the Wires in it. You know who you know who loves Thomas Jane? Adam Freed. Motherfucker loves um, Thomas, Thomas Jane. Don't Jane. Get enough good work. He'll he loves fine. Thomas Jane. Like um, the Punisher. Fucking love that shit. I'm still watching Limitless because every so often Bradley Cooper's in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like Bradley Cooper with his new weird face. But it's like certain. It's like every episode he's a different amount of facial hair. Okay. So it's like okay. the, in the pilot he had like a full beard, and then okay. like. Then the second time you saw him, he was clean shaven, and the last time he had some stubble. But it's like it has you sitting thinking, it's like this show is only a medium level procedural. Yeah. But I like the movie so much that's like, yeah. And it directly connects. It's like, huh? You did really love that movie. Yo. yo. Um, also, did you know that Malcolm Jamal Warner is an American Crime Story? Yes. As I did Al not know. Cowlings, I'm mm-hmm. you understand that show could be the biggest failure ever. But, um, in terms of TV, the real shit that's going to get popping is vinyl mm-hmm. and the get down. When the get down happens, yeah, and we finally have hip hop shows, mm-hmm. things about hip hop that isn't fucking Empire. Mm-hmm. I'll be the one of the happiest people on earth. God, you do really hate Empire, like a lot. There's nothing about it that's authentic. Love. I'll be fine if it was just Black Dynasty. Mm-hmm. If it didn't have nothing to do with rap music, mm-hmm. I'd be fine. If it was an R&B label, if it was a pop label, but it's nothing. Like, rap is too crazy and amazing. Like, Puffy himself, being Puffy, is way more dramatic and interesting to watch than any of the silly shit in that show. Well, because isn't so much of it also that, like, <clears throat> there is, I mean, we talk about this all the time, that, like, pretty much every genre, like, rap, rock hip-hop like pretty much everything has become heavily pop inspired at this point but that doesn't mean that the other that like the original genre doesn't exist so for them to make it like a rap label is weird to me because they had so many other choices right like you could make it an r&b label you could almost make it like a pop influenced rap label like when i think of empire i don't think of rap and in this season when i saw is more Terrence Howard and not mm-hmm. Taraji. And the first season is so much Taraji, which makes it watchable. Mm-hmm. It needs more Cookie. I don't. Mm-hmm. I could give a fuck about Lucius. Mm-hmm. Cookie, 
Like, if they got rid of almost everybody and just had Cookie had a show, I watched the fuck out of Taraji acting. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. My man Lee Daniels could get every type of story with Jersey Smollett about his issues of being black and homosexual and all that type of stuff. I'm fine with that. It's so much of, like, 80% of that show is garbage and 20% is good. Is it because Terrence is bad or because He's the character is bad? But it, it doesn't make sense. Okay. Okay. Like, and it's like, this is a person, I, I grew up watching Dynasty, Falcon Crest, Lots Landing, like, Dallas. People don't, I can go episode for episode, bar for bar on soap operas. So, mm-hmm. I know good soap operas. You're watching yourself some telenovela. Yo. You love Jane the Virgin. Yo, Jane the Virgin yeah. is still the, the most fire. Now I gotta watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend because mm-hmm. Golden Globes and gave the CW <laughs> back to best lead, best actress in a, in a comedy series. And yeah. I heard it's a musical and I was like, yo, I fucks with musicals. I watched Glee. Oh, I thought you knew it was a musical. Okay. No. All right. okay. I just thought it was like about a crazy white chick stalking this Latin dude. Mm-hmm. But it, it has music in it. Like I watched Glee, Rocky. I watched I know. every episode. You know, Glee. yeah, you did. Yeah. Even the bad season. <sighs> Wait, hold on. The bad season? Do you mean seasons? Yo, the Plural. Last, the last season was the little Come half on, season man. was all right. The last half season was all right. You liked her marrying what's his face? I liked that she was teaching in the school. Okay. And I like right. some of the new students they made, especially like the black girl who's doing the the whole like, you know what I'm saying, Janelle Monet episode. That was her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, like it's not. But yeah, it's a musical, so I'm about. It. I have literally so much TV shows. Yeah. My freaking TiVo is always taping shit. Like Legends of Tomorrow comes on next week. The Flash, best superhero shit out. Legends of Tomorrow's got freaking Wentworth Miller's Captain Cold. Given the craziest, most fun performance on television, did you get no respect? Did you also hear that Fox is bringing back Twenty Four and Prison Break? First of all, not about Prison Break. That's amazing. But Twenty Four, yeah, I heard it. They've been talking about doing the Twenty Four without Jack Bauer for like three years. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. I want to watch it because just because the show isn't about Jack Bauer, don't mean that Jack Bauer can't pop up in it. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. It's one of those things where it's like, come on, guys. What else is... They're just changing the hero. Like, they tried yeah. that before. If you have Jack Bauer in the show and you put Yvonne Shavosky or whatever as, as the B hero, she's never yeah. going to be the main hero because you have Jack yeah. in it. you got to take Jack out. you got to freaking, like, like they did with Luke Skywalker, put that motherfucker on a mountain. Yeah. He's just not in this shit. Yeah. That's the only way it'll work. And I'm yeah. not, like, no, like, Fox, I don't even like X-Files. Yeah, that's weird. But You're that weird. shit is coming back. You're weird. And I'm like, yo, I'm about it. Like, you guys doing these miniseries shit is, uh, with your old shows? Where's my Martin miniseries? Fuck that. Where's where? Can we have a series? But where is Martin? Like, where did he go? Like, where is he? He's, Martin is always on rotation on BET. I always watch yo, that shit. So, like, where is he? He's chilling, but, hey, we getting Bad Boys 3 and 4. I'm going to be front row center. <laughs> because shit just got real. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck what else Michael Bay does with his propaganda movie mm-hmm. and more Transformers. Mm-hmm. Bad Boys 3 mm-hmm. is life. Yeah, I know. I know. I know it is for you. I know. Um, also, one last thing that I think is hilarious. Did you hear the story about how NBC hired, like, 
a tech agency to figure out what Netflix's ratings were. Oh, yeah, when they, they aired them out. That was the dirtiest move ever. I think that is hilarious. It was shade. It was shade. It was like, I'm going to freaking, we're going to find out what you get, and then we're going to put all your shit on Broad Street. But yeah. it doesn't matter, because what people don't understand is, like, to watch Netflix, like HBO, you got to pay for you gotta it. Pay. You got to pay. Like, it's like why you, you can't really go to HBO, like, big deal. Like, uh, they don't make, they don't, they're not getting walking their numbers, but they don't have to because everybody pays for it every month. Well, and the other thing that is hilarious to me is, it's like, NBC, nobody is watching your shows anyway. <laughs> I know, it kind of makes you feel sad because they got some pretty decent shows right now. Like, no, your shows aren't winning awards. Like, you hosted the Golden Globes and nothing on your network was nominated. Like, airing out Netflix's numbers does not change the fact that NBC fucking sucks. Yeah, like, it doesn't change the fact that Netflix and Amazon is beating everybody up right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Amazon has me like, oh, I need, not only do I need to watch Transparent, I need to watch this Mozart in the Jungle with my man. Gael. 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 Damn. God, I love Gael. Like, I didn't even know it existed, and now I'm like, you know what? I'll watch this. I saw the ads, and I'm just like, I don't got time to watch shows on Amazon, but yeah. clearly, two ye- like they got Emmys and they got Golden Globes for like two years straight. I'm like, well, I guess I got to sit down and really watch my Amazon shows that like mm-hmm. part of my freaking Prime account. Are you going to watch the new Sesame Street on HBO? Watched it this morning, new episode. How was it? First of all, the quality of filming jumped tenfold. Oh, I'm sure. The intro is all new and different with, like, slow motion stuff of Cookie Monster eating a cookie. Yeah, like, I heard that, too. I was like, what kind of Sesame Street? This is, <laughs> so this is, this is what non-free Sesame Street is like. Yeah. Well, well, damn. Was it good? As it's good as preschool different. television show could be. Okay. And, okay. And, and I was like, it was only half an hour. I was like. Yeah, it's only half an hour. I'm like. Would yeah. they used to only be half an hour? Or would no, it used to be, be like an, an hour. hour and a half, right? Like, it used to be like an hour, and they would do like three or four different storylines. In this, it's like one storyline, and then also I think they're going to try to make the lessons different. Like what they end up teaching kids each episode yeah. are going to be more like real life kind of this stuff. This morning was um, the number 10 mm-hmm. and sleep. Like the whole thing was about going to sleep. That's kind of interesting and like, weird. Go to sleep. Because I have a feeling since, because they show two back to back and I have a mm-hmm. feeling since it's like, alright, A, you got HBO but it comes on Saturday mornings but a lot of people have HBO Go and HBO Now so yeah. I guess you could be like, oh, it's almost time for bed. Let's put on the oh, Street about going to sleep though with Elmo and this tooth fairy little girl who's like, got I don't it. know how to go to sleep. I go to sleep with big bands and stuff and then like the new like human character Nina who is bilingual so she can teach you that Spanish. Well, yeah, I mean, why not? Because I guess because, you know, they lost Maria, so they got to have a new, yeah. you know, bilingual person. And it was it was weird. It was about sleep. They had, like, a little thing with, like, Tracy Ellis Ross talking about how she goes to sleep. And they had, like, things with the letter B. Oh, yeah, there's letter B, the number 10 is sleep. And it's, like, cool. all these, like, like a bear popped up in her bed <laughs> and, then, like, a beaver. And it was just, like, random. Julian, I'm going to ask you a real question. Did what? the bear scare you because nah. of how afraid you nah. are of the revenant? Nah. <laughs> Well, there was also this weird segment called, like, Smart Cookie, where Cookie Monster okay. and three talking cookies solved mysteries that deal with cookies. What? And it was absurd. What? They had to go to this king and help him go to sleep. What? And it's like, yo, and there's this this villain, and then he dresses, like, 
he he does things with cookies to like stop people from going to sleep, and he busts oh out God. a ginger snap, right? <gasps> and the king was like, "Oh no, the snaps are too loud. I can't go to sleep." And then crumbs get everywhere. I can't sleep in the bed with crumbs. And they had to figure out like where to do here with the ginger snap because it was going to explode because somehow the ginger snap was a bomb. Chilling. And, yo, it was, a, it was actually bad. I was like, I watched this shit like, yo. What's going to happen next? And then Cookie Monster would, like, kind of get kind of stressed out. And he'd be like, yo, I need a cookie. And then he looks at his partners. Like, the Fig Newton characters would be like, oh, no. And he runs away. Because, like, Cookie Monster would like freak out and just eat the cookies. Oh, my God. And then they got chased to do, like, they solved it. And, like, Cookie Monster eats the cookie. And it blows up in his stomach, but it's a cookie, so it doesn't hurt Cookie Monster. And the dude's like, oh, no, you stopped me again, smart cookie. And he runs away, and they, like, jump after him and start chasing him. We're like, this is absurd. I, I feel this like what you're movie. saying to me is that I need to watch this show. Yo, that first half an hour was fire. Is that what you're telling me? Okay, got it. Again, got another it. show where, like, I'm watching that. People's like, if Julie doesn't have kids, why does he watch this? But if I did have children, yo. All the shit we'd be watching would be fire. Oh, my God. Yeah, are you kidding? All the toys, playtime would be all the time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I might actually right, continue watching Sesame Street or HBO to relax my mind from all the, the, the serious shit in the world. Yeah, because there's a shit ton of serious shit. I mean, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, the idea of specific television shows being for specific demographics, I, like, understand it from, like, a capitalism point of view. Doesn't mean I'm not going to watch the shit I want to watch. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, all right, man, this has been a good talk. Was there anything that you feel like we didn't cover that you want to just quickly go over? I don't know. We just talked about movies. Which... Hey, wait, are, were you surprised about Mad Max? No, not at all. Getting nominated? Do you think it's going to win anything? No, I don't. Technical awards? No, I don't. No, I don't. Because I think as much as the guilds and the other organizations will move in the way of recognizing it, I don't. I don't think that the Academy actually will. What do you actually think will win Best Picture? I mean, now that the Revenant like swept the Golden Globe, I could see. I could see. But see, that's the thing, though, is that like I don't think Spotlight actually had that much attention on it. Like I think Spotlight was people's safe bet, and I could very well see the Oscars just wanting to like go fully up their own asses by making history by giving it to Inuri Two again. I could really see them doing that because think about it: The Revenant is like the perfect white man struggle movie, and they love that shit. They love it. True. But they love they're also, it. like, hella liberal out there. It's like, yo, we get the fuck over religion. They are really liberal out there, but I just think that they... I, I just don't think that Spotlight, like, made enough of a splash. Like, for whatever reason, I just don't think it did. I just... I think that's the surprise. I just think they might go in the spite if, just because of the Golden Globes. They just sometimes, like... It seems like they kind of just dislike the Golden Globes, man. Yeah, like, sometimes they just want to make, like, their own choices so it doesn't seem like they're copying it. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely true, but... I don't know, man. I could, I could totally see it going. going I, I, I kind of want. I just want George Miller to win for best director. I know. I would like that as well. But I'm telling you, I could, I, I could totally see it, all of it going to fucking Revenant. I could, man. I could. Yeah. Although there is this part of me that's like, haha, Ridley Scott, fuck you for not getting a nomination. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what if Adam McKay actually got the award? I would be pleased. I would. Because that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I mean, good for him, though, because I, I feel like Big Short is one of those movies that, like, at least Adam and I definitely thought would flop. And I don't know exactly how it's doing money-wise, but good for it for, like, getting attention and 
being respected. It was a good movie. I don't know if a Plan B, aka Brad Pitt, making movies where he has to be in just so they're made, have ever flopped because he's Brad Pitt and he he's puts Brad in, Pitt. and he puts in like, oh, put Baby Goose in this and Batman. And you know, and the thing is, like, he, Brad Pitt, Clooney, they all still have that, like, old movie star mentality of, like, we're going to put in the work for promoting our movie. Like, By the Sea flopped, but it's not because they didn't promote it. Oh, yeah, they promoted it. They just heard it was it was bad, or it's almost like yeah. literally a marriage fall apart. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, I respect that. I, you know, and that's the thing, too, that frustrates me, like, and we'll just, like, end on this or whatever. That's what frustrates me about, like, Tom Hardy being, like, fuck this whole, like, promotional thing. And Fastbender, too, because it's like you're not the only people that worked on that movie. There were like dozens, if not hundreds, of other people, like crew members, who the film being successful, like their careers depend on that shit, too. So that's the thing that like frustrates me about like Hardy and other people, like not wanting to play the game is like it's not just about you, like the movies are not just about you. For everybody, but it's for everybody, yeah. So, whatever, they gotta gotta deal with those people, Rocky. I get it sometimes. Uh, I get it sometimes, too. You know I don't like people. You know that about me. But, you know, that's the life you chose. So, suck it up. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it up. You're a fucking millionaire. Suck it up. All right, man. It's been good. I've missed you. I know, man. We got it. You gotta pick a bad movie in January that that I can come to with you. I know. Wait, so did you see Ride Along, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it 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 was horrible. It was horrible. It was so bad. It but was I still so laughed. Bad. I still laughed. Did you? Okay. All right. Okay. I can laugh at that. Even if it sucks, I can still laugh. Like, Do you feel like Ice Cube was, like, hating his life the whole time? No. He's just making a check. They don't care. It's the, okay. I call it the, uh, um, uh, whatever, the guy who made Ridiculous Six. It's Sandler. Sandler making a Sandler. Movie. It's the like, Sandler mentality. Yeah, like, yo, where do we want to go? Oh, Miami? Mm-hmm. Yo, let's go to Miami, make a movie real quick. Mm-hmm. Ray, and then... Mm-hmm. Like, I will say that I'm happy that Benjamin Bratt is still working because I love that motherfucker. He needs to do more villains. Cause he needs he, to do more villains. He's, he's so good at, at it. it. He's yeah. so good at it. And he goes um, Spanish when he busts the Spanish out on him? Yeah. I was like, okay. Okay. All right. All right. So what are your plans for the rest of the day? Any pop culture stuff? I'm seeing a basketball game. Mm, okay. All right. And then I'm probably going to do some editing. Mm, okay. Because I got like 14 hours of audio. Oh God! So when I start doing, when I start putting out episodes, it'll just be episodes after episodes after episodes. Well, good. I mean, that's what give the people what they want, Julian. Like cereal, like cereal. I gotta, I gotta stack it up. That's what we want. I want that. I want that. I think Adam and I might watch Mississippi Grind. Did you end up seeing that? No. It was like I might have stole it though. It was like Ryan Reynolds and Ben Mendelsohn as like gamblers. Besides surfing, what do you think about love for instance? I don't think about it, I think it. So you can follow Rocket at Roxana underscore Daddy on Twitter. 
you know how to follow me hopefully by now if you follow, you listen to this show now at Julian Lytle on many social network Instagram Tumblr of course Twitter um, you can find uh, you can look for uh, Future Pop The Art of Julian Lytle on Facebook that's where I post all of the show um, you can listen to this on iTunes you can subscribe on the site ignorant-bliss.com you can also subscribe on iTunes we review if you like it on iTunes please I don't know if the Google um, podcast stuff is up yet but we're on there also SoundCloud you know just search for me on there episodes is up this whole playlist with all the episodes and you can email me at uh, ignorantblisspodcast at gmail.com and you know get at me listen look forward to that um, one more movie episode and then after that you know should get to some more um, common creator talk and hope you all have a, a good whatever type of the day you're having peace Just enough for two in here